Welcome, everybody, to episode 215 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. American Will. No Corey today, um, which, if you're tuning into our Twitch stream or watching on YouTube, our fancy uh, overlay is not there. Uh, Corey usually hosts the stream, so um, I last minute realized that I, ha- I had to host the stream for one of my shitty laptops that we use to record the podcast on, so... Uh, it definitely doesn't do as good of a job as as Corey does with with hosting, but uh, we'll have to make do, I guess, right? That's right, Dan. Uh, so today's episode is going to be on Disney Infinity 3.0. Eric's going to take the lead on that, right, Eric? Yes. Uh, it's our first time covering Disney Infinity, uh, and of all of us, you're probably the last person I would have expected to get into Disney Infinity. The only reason I did is because of the Star Wars, Star Wars tie-in. Yeah. Uh, if that wasn't part of it, I wouldn't have. Yeah. Wouldn't have even crossed my mind. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm into this whole Skylanders thing, and I, I like the Amiibos. I'm, I'm not really a collector, but, um, yeah, the, the Star Wars would be enough to convince me to do yeah. it, too. Because the, the, the figurines, uh, I don't know if you can see them on there. They're at the bottom of our stream if you're watching on Twitch or YouTube. I moved them back a little bit, so they're um, easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got the live thing. Did they look? They look pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, when we're when we're doing our episode, we'll we'll hold them up a little closer so you can get a better look. Um, but before we even do that, we wanted to uh, talk about our Tito's YouTube video that he made for us. Um, that we that we I guess I don't know garnered attention. Yeah, from? <laughs> got got some attention from. Uh, so we had t- talked on. I think it was Eric actually that I don't, was it on the Rocket League episode that you mentioned how cool it would be to have uh, Tito and I talked about it together when okay. we were playing Rocket League. Yeah, uh, just you know, one afternoon we talked mm-hmm. about how cool that would be, and I think I then mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah. I don't know if it was a Rocket League episode or I if think I just, it was later. Yeah, whenever it was, um, but that I think that's where the idea came from. Yeah, uh, and Tito went ahead and, and made it. Did it? Put it into action? Yeah. I sure shit wasn't gonna. <laughs> I don't, none of us were going to, Mm-mm. obviously. Uh, I think Corey would be the only one that would have the know-how on, on doing something like that. The, but, the wherewithal. But once again, you know, with us, it's laziness gets in the way of a lot of things. So <laughs> so Tito was awesome enough to put one together uh, and and send it to us to post on our YouTube channel. Uh, and we sent it we sent it to Kotaku. Uh, both Tito and Corey kind of sent it to different people in Kotaku. And they posted it yesterday afternoon. I got home. I went to my parents to swim and got home, and uh, it was like 10 minutes after the video posted, and I, I just went to Kotaku just to check in on game news, and I saw up at the top, you know, something about uh, Rocket League with actual announcers. I was like, is this it? <laughs> and sure enough, I clicked on it, and yep, saw saw that they had posted our video, and uh, I think there was only like one or two comments at the time, and they loved it, and and then uh, this morning, actually, it was posted on GameSpot and Polygon too. Also, so and the uh, Spanish gaming website. Yes, because I, I had seen some people talking on our Twitter feed about it started with a T or something. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so it was it was posted on that too, which is awesome. Yeah. So thank you, Tito, for making us an awesome video. Absolutely. People are already clamoring for more. So <laughs> whenever you get a chance, <laughs> <laughs> they, they want it in Spanish. Um, I, you know, whatever. I wouldn't be able to do anything with that because I don't. But, uh, yeah, people are clamoring for more. I think um, my fiancé put it best when when he first made the video. Uh I showed it to her before any of this happened. And she asked me which one of us made that. Like, (laughs) you know, kind of a smart ass. Yeah. 
And I go, oh, actually, you know, one of our listeners made it and sent it in for us. And she goes, oh, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yep. <laughs> so. Yep. Uh, so thank you, Tito. We we appreciate that. I actually want to. Very uh, well done. It's, yeah, it it's, it's excellent. Yeah. It's perfect. Um, I cracked up the first time. Now, you know, it's funny because yeah. it's just such a weird thing, but yep. it, it's perfect. It is. It is absolutely perfect. So if you haven't seen that. Uh, we tweet. I tweeted out the Kotaku and the GameStop and the Polygon ones. It's on our our YouTube channel if you wanna wanna see it there. It's very very well done. Um, yeah, that's our. Whoops, I meant to put that on. The, that's our our uh, our excitement for the fifteen for, minutes for the, for the past twenty four hours or so. Um, yeah, we. Well, I oh one of our listeners had mentioned wanting to have Tito on. Uh, we'll Skype him in at some point, and I, I actually want to do that if Tito's okay with that. I want to, you know, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I want to talk about the video and, and how he put it together and all that stuff. So, uh, it, it was too late today to to get into that. Um, and with Corey gone, he kind of hosts hosts the stream, so I didn't want to do that today. But Tito, if you're interested, we'd love to have you on to talk about it. So, yes, okay. Uh, teasers for later on in the episode. Yes, I have a few. Uh, Metal Gear Solid, we'll be talking about first impressions. Uh, we're doing an episode on that next week, so we'll get in more in depth next week on, on the Phantom Pain. Um, I know me and Eric played some. You haven't played it all yet. have Eric. not, no. Okay. How many hours you got so far? Six. I've probably put at least ten in. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I want to have it beaten by next week, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, good luck. I'm, I, I, I hope to get at least another like 20 hours in before next week. You're not going to so. have it beat. Unless you don't do anything. Yeah, the... see, I do a lot of side missions, yeah. so. I, I haven't checked the how long to beat to see how long it is. From the podcasts I've listened to, mm-hmm. um, it's got a good 60 hours worth of gameplay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I won't have it beaten. That, that's week. not just main story, though. Right. I, I'd, I think they said that's around 30-ish. The main story's 30? Yeah. Okay. Like, for instance, I just finished the sixth mission, and I've done... Every side up mission available to me up until then, and mm-hmm. I'm five percent done. Yeah, mine's like three or four percent done. Jeez, wow! There's a lot of stuff. It's a big fucking game. Yep. But we'll talk about it later. Yeah, uh, and, and we'll just give our first impressions. Uh, we'll we will definitely get more in depth with it next week. Corey's played some Metal Gear Solid too, and we'll have played. It next I think week, Corey so. has a uh, video of his first play mm-hmm. of it on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, what else do you have to tease, Eric? Uh, I played the Cod Blops 3 beta. Oh, I can talk about that too. Yes, actually. I played that on Xbox One. Uh-huh. And I played the Forza 6 demo, okay. also on Xbox One. Nice. So, Will? I also played the Cod Blops beta and yeah. Until Dawn, so I'll talk oh. about that. Nice. I'm nice. looking forward to hearing about that. Me too. I wish one of us had gotten Mad Max. Yeah. Seems like it's better than people were leading on like, going into it. Yeah, the the reviews were very mixed for it. Um, what was I think IGN gave it like an eight and a half or something, but yeah. most people gave it like a seven or a six and a half or something like it's that. It's got a decent Metacritic score. Yeah. I checked it yesterday. I don't remember. I think it was like a seven, seven and a half ish. Okay, which is pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was reluctant after the whole uh, Arkham Knight thing to to get a WB game. Yeah, Arkham Knight and and Mortal Kombat PC versions were were really that, bad. I forgot so. how bad that was. Uh, but Dying Light was really good when it when it first came out. So right, who knows. But anyway, uh, shall we get into Disney Infinity 3.0? Why not, Dan? All right, let's hear it. Let's get right into it. Now, first, tell us about your purchasing experience. Oh, you, I forgot. I'm glad you reminded yeah, me. Yeah, you had, you had a, an experience. And you know what? I do want to talk about this, too, because we're a consumer-based podcast. Yeah. So for those of you that do your purchasing at Best Buy because of Gamers Club Unlocked, mm-hmm. like myself, 
Um, this is a little bit of uh, information for you if you were to ever do so pre-ordering online for in-store pickup. Uh, so okay. basically how it works is uh, if you pre-order certain games, like bigger releases, you'll get a $10 credit. It's kind of like a, a coupon that mm-hmm. they send you. You can print out or just use your phone. And it comes two weeks after purchase date. So you can use it on future purchases or whatever, and kind of, you know, it makes your, your new game releases thirty seven ninety nine after your discount. It's really, really nice. So I had $15 with a credit built up, and I had a gift card from trading in uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. So I did the pre-order online, and I attached my $15 worth of credit and the $12 that was left on my gift card, bringing the price down to 27 and some change. So I like, yeah, great. So I pre-ordered it, everything. Got a charge on my bank account for twenty-seven and some change. So then I check my bank account the next day, and the charge is gone. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of weird," but whatever. So I go in and look at my order, and it says it was thirty-nine something. I was like, "What the fuck?" You know, it's not a big deal, but I was like, "Well, that's yeah. you know another twelve bucks." Um, so I went to pick it up. And they had it and everything, and the girl was really nice, and, and she's like, all right, so it looks like it was thirty nine ninety nine. I was like, wait a minute. I go, I, I did all this math ahead of time because I was afraid this was going to happen. I said, I told her, I explained everything what I just told you guys. Uh-huh. I had the email right up there. I, I showed her the math. Like, this is what the discounts were, and after the gift card, it should be 27 and some change. Well, I was there for probably a good hour. Holy. While she called wow. whatever, she called it the bridge, which is, I guess, uh, kind of like a help desk or something that they have to call to get confirmation. Yeah. So for everybody's knowledge in the future, if you use a gift card on an online purchase at Best Buy, that does not show up in the order total after you first check out. Okay. It was right after I first checked out. But if you go back and look at your order or your like purchase history like I do, it's going to show up uh, as if you never put a gift card on. But it charges you the right amount. Oh, uh, okay. So, so pay attention to that. But I was worried because, like I said, the charge disappeared. Yeah. But it's back now, and it was right. That happens to me sometimes with like uh, PayPal payments. Oh, okay. They show up right away, and then they're gone for like two days, and then yeah. they come back. I'm glad you reminded me though, because I wanted yeah. to share that just in case anybody ever had the same. Experience. Yeah, so pay attention to what you're. What, pay attention to that. Yeah, I was glad that it happened to me because working in retail, yeah, I'm very patient with stuff like that, uh-huh. so I didn't freak out on her. Yeah, and she was really nice. So. Yeah, but anyway, to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I, I picked up uh, Disney Infinity, like I said, mostly because of the Star Wars ties. Um, I don't know. I was really excited for this game. I don't know why. I think it was mostly because I'd never played a game like this before. Yeah, yeah. And Dan has always been a big fan of Skylanders. Uh-huh. Um, maybe there's a chance I'll be able to get my fiance to play with me at some point. But I I've so. been catching a lot of shit about having toys <laughs> lying around the house, like as she calls them. Uh-huh. My toys. Uh-huh. I'm in agreement. <laughs> Shut up, Will. <laughs> anyway. Yes, so I ended up purchasing the oh, what's it called? The Twilight of the Republic uh, starter pack mm-hmm. for PS4, which comes with the platform that you put the toys on. It comes with um, Anakin Skywalker and Ahsoka Tano, mm-hmm. I think is her name. Uh, I should make it known I am not the biggest Star Wars fan. I like Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know a lot of the stuff about it. Um, but I find it interesting. I think the lightsabers are cool. That's I, about where it ends. I for think me. she was in the Clone Wars uh, uh, cartoon. 
this is her yeah. action figure. Yep, I'm pretty sure she was in the Clone Wars cartoon. Double lightsabers. Pretty cool looking. Um, yeah, so that's what it came with. Um, and for the pre-order, I also got a toy box set, which I'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to go over some of the characters that, that are, some of them that are out and some that are coming out. Um, so like I said, I got Anakin Skywalker, Asaka Tano, I got Yoda, uh, Darth Maul is a future release, Obi-Wan Kenobi I also picked up, um, Luke Skywalker is a future release, Princess Leia is in the future, Han Solo, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, Boba Fett, which I think right now is exclusive to like the deluxe pack if oh, okay. you bought that. I hope that one comes out at some point because it's pretty cool. Um, Ezra Bridger. Canon Jarrus, Sabine Wren, and Zeb Aurelios. I don't know those last four. Not familiar with those. Okay. They might be Clone Wars cartoon characters. So too. those are all future releases. Like I said, Anakin, Yoda, Obi Wan, and uh, Ahsoka are the only ones that are out right now from Star Wars. So uh-huh. I, I bought all the Star Wars ones. Um, as far as Disney goes, um, sadness, joy, anger, disgust, and fear, which are from what the hell is it called? It's a place. Uh, let me look really quick. Uh, Inside Out. Oh, that's new. Have that's just that? that. No, it just came out. You're like, the one with kids, so you'd the be the one that had seen it. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's a it's it's quite the uh, soul crushing movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, those are some of the characters in it, and they are obviously uh, like I don't know, weird. I don't watch Disney movies yeah. anymore. I don't have kids. Maybe yeah. at some point I will. But those those ones are out. Olaf is out. Oh, Frozen. Frozen. Yes. Yep. Elsa? I'll take, I'll take your word for it. Um, Mickey Mouse is out. Okay. Mulan is exclusive to Best Buy. There are some exclusive ones, which pisses me off. Yep. Um, Minnie Mouse, Sam Flynn, which I don't know what Disney movie that's from. I looked it up, and I can't remember. Uh-huh. And Quara. Don't know what that one's from either. As I said, I bought this for the Star Wars characters. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there are two confirmed Marvel characters, Hulkbuster and Ultron. So those are coming out with Disney Infinity 3.0. Yeah, that, these are okay. all 3.0 gotcha. characters, not uh, not previous releases. Yeah, because Disney Infinity 2.0 was mostly Marvel characters, but they're adding into the Marvel roster, I guess, right? Right, yeah. I don't know what the, the first one was, I guess, just in general. And I'll talk about um, compatibility okay. with the first two games. Uh-huh. Um, and there's been teasers of Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. That's so. the new going to be a new Marvel movie. Okay. Yeah, so that's all the characters that have been announced so far. And then I want to get into play sets. Okay. So the one that I pre-ordered came with the Twilight of the Republic playset, and yeah. you can get that separately, which comes with um, Anakin and Ahsoka. Um, basically what play sets are is a world, like a Star Wars world. So if I tell you I have the Twilight of the Republic, it's basically like a campaign. So what you would do is on your little platform where you put your toys, you take the character you want, you place that in one of the circles, and then you take the the playset statue or emblem, and you put that on the top, and that means you have access to that world or that campaign. So that's what play sets were. And it, I did a lot of research on this leading up on um, iHeartInfinity.com. It's a really good website. It's, it's literally got everything, like compatibility. It breaks down what everything is because I didn't know anything going in. Right. So that's where I got all this information from and what I did uh, leading up to it. Um, so Twilight of the Republic, I'm just going to read kind of what it is. 
The storyline for this playset is set shortly after Anakin and Ahsoka discover a reactivated droid factory on the planet Geonosis. The two Jedi decide to investigate who's behind the droid factory, and there begins their adventure, which will take them across open worlds such as Tatooine and Coruscant, battling droids and being part of epic battles in Naboo. Uh huh. Um, and I am probably three hours into it, I'd say. I, from what I understand, it's not super long. No, they're like six to ten, I think. Yeah. That. that in that time frame which is all right yeah. you know i mean the, the playset itself uh is 35 ish bucks i think okay i got the the set for 65 uh-huh. so it's five bucks more 65.99 five bucks more than you'd pay for like a normal release uh-huh. but like i said it comes with the two characters in the platform right and for the pre-order i also got a toy box so not bad there <laughs> um rise against the empire is a place that that is coming uh-huh. for Star Wars, so that's one to look forward to. Uh, and I believe that one actually comes with uh, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. Oh, cool. So that's one I will be purchasing. Um, Inside Out also has a playset that is out right now, and I guess that one is a puzzle-solving platformer. Oh. So it's a lot different than the Star Wars uh-huh. one, which is like third-person action-y, uh, using the Force and lightsabers and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize... That there was so much RPG stuff involved with this. Yeah, leveling up your characters and stuff. Yeah, it's yep. pretty cool. There's like skill trees, and mm-hmm. they're 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 different for each of the characters. So I started out with Yoda just because I thought I should, and he's he's cool. Yeah. So uh, there's a force skill tree. There's a health skill tree, uh, melee skill tree, and and something else. But you know, you you gain points every time you level up, and you put them into whatever skills you want. It's it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So. I think I've got Yoda and Obi-Wan both up to, like, level 5 or 6. Uh-huh. Um, I want to say the characters don't handle too differently. You don't notice a huge difference. I guess I noticed kind of a bigger difference with the jumping between the two of them because Yoda does a flip, and I kept trying to do it with Obi-Wan, and he wouldn't. And it right. was pissing me off. Okay. Um, but, yeah, other than that, um, there wasn't too big of a difference between the characters. Wanted to have them all tried out before today, but Metal Gear yeah. prevented me from doing so. Yeah. Um, so another thing I'm not overly familiar with yet, because I haven't had a chance to do any of it, is the toy box uh-huh. part of the game, which is kind of like uh, world building. Okay, I watched a little bit of that on someone I, someone on Twitch that I follow. They were They were playing that. Okay. So, yeah, like, you can customize your own world, and people can build, like, kind of like what Mario Maker's doing, just yep. on a, a way different scale. And, yeah. like, um, there's a little harvest moon to it, actually, where you can plant crops. and That's fe- awesome. You can feed them to your uh, characters, and they level up and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I haven't done any of that yet, but um, the customization is cool because it has, like, skins from different Disney movies, like Beauty and the Beast is in there, mm-hmm. or, you know, any of the Star Wars stuff, so you can decorate your house like Tatooine and stuff like that. Nice. Um, so anyway, it came with Toy Box Takeover as part of the pre-order. And I'm going to read you a little bit about what the story is behind that. So there's a villain named Syndrome, which I'm assuming is from a movie in Disney. I don't know. He gets his hand on an infinity wand and begins using the tool to pull together Toy Box worlds and iconic villains that span across the Disney roster, including Star Wars, Pixar, Modern, and Classic Disney. Um, so you are just trying to defeat the enemies. Gotcha. It, it, it seems like it's almost like a separate thing uh-huh. 
almost like a playset from the game. Right? Yeah. Um, and they are working on another one that's not out yet that I'm actually really excited for called Speedway uh-huh. that they're trying to model after, like, Mario Kart. Oh, nice. With racing. Yeah. And the company that they're doing it with, Sumo, has some pretty good chops because they worked on Forza Horizon 2. Oh. Which is supposed to be awesome. Yeah. Never played it. Uh, but I'm actually really excited for that, and I'm hoping, uh, I think that's where I saw the pod racing. Uh-huh. Which would be awesome. Yes, it would. Um... Another thing I didn't mention in the playset that I got, uh, Twilight of the Republic, there's space combat, mm-hmm. and it's pretty fun. Nice. Um, kind of difficult. It's not the best controls in a game, not the most responsive controls in a game that I've ever played, but it's good enough. Yeah. Um, the most frustrating thing that I've noticed is, y- you know those games where uh, when you hit something, it breaks apart, and you have to collect, like when you go near them, it collects, and yeah. you gather them? Yep. You have to do that, but you have to be really close to them. Oh, okay. And it pisses me off. And yeah. it, like, it's not instant either. So if I break a tower or a box and it gives me stuff, it takes a second, and uh-huh. that second feels like 30 seconds. Gotcha. But other than that, the, the gameplay is, from what I understand, much improved from the previous games. Yeah, that's what every everything I've read about Disney Infinity 3.0 says. It's, it's much more game than the previous games. Yeah, so, so. I'm, I'm glad that uh, this is the one that I got in on. Yeah. Um... Another thing that I did not get a chance to use, but I did purchase, was uh, power disks. Uh-huh. Um, I got a set of power disks, and I guess in the past these were all randomized in the packs. You didn't actually get to pick what you got, which kind of sucks. Um, but now they're not, so you know what you're getting into. And there's different kinds of power disks. Um, there's ability disks, event, costume disks, toy disks, uh, team-up disks, customization, sky power, and texture disks. Uh-huh. So uh, take uh, team-up disc for example i got one of those so if you put that one under your character then you get to use mace windu as an ai to come help you oh that's cool yeah so i got another one for a uh, x-wing fighter i Mm -hmm. think so i can use that when i'm flying Uh, i think i got a couple of costume ones and i don't know what the other one is um but it's pretty cool they're just like little power-ups sometimes it'll give you like a different weapon to use it's a microtransaction Gotcha. Is basically a physical microtransaction. Physical microtransaction with it's like buying a skin on Heroes of the Storm, but you're buying a skin on Disney Infinity. Uh Um so I'm looking forward to trying all of that out. Um that's really as far as I've gotten into the game. I didn't realize how in depth some of the toy box stuff got. Yeah. And people have can build like levels and worlds out of it Mm -hmm. and uh it's pretty cool because disney will go in and pick their favorite like editor picks and they rate them and it shows you the number of people that gave it like a thumbs up or have downloaded it so you know it picks through the shit Mm -hmm. and shows you what's good i downloaded one from frozen with olaf have not played it yet but it was the highest rated one but there's like a death star one there's hoth tatooine all the star wars Uh places um, so I'm looking forward to using all of those. I'd be interested to see the Frozen one. I have to watch Frozen like twice it's a day. It's supposed to be great. Yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about was the compatibility uh-huh. with uh, 2.0 and 1.0 stuff. And they actually put it right on the back of the box and I took a picture of it so that I would never have to think about it again. Gotcha. Um, so 1.0 figures and power discs, good to go. Uh, same with 2.0 figures and power discs. Um, the stuff that doesn't work is... 1.0 playset pieces, which I don't even know what those are. 2.0 playset pieces and toy box game discs from 2.0. Okay. I don't know. It sounds like uh, in 2.0 the toy box 
was not like a, a piece that you put on the uh, the platform. It was actually a disc that went in, uh-huh. which obviously would not be compatible right, with, with the, PS4. With the, with the new plat- platform thing. Exactly. So, yeah, it's there's plenty there. I mean, all the characters are from, from previous ones are compatible. Yep. I'll probably get into some of the Marvel stuff uh-huh. after I get all the Star Wars stuff that I want. Because um, I do, you know, I like superheroes and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, I've had a pretty good time with it. I, I liked uh, riding around on Banthas. There's actually a lot more side quest stuff to it than I was anticipating. Yeah. Like, just walking around Coruscant, there's, like, you can go talk to people with a exclamation point over the head, and he's like, uh, I lost my model X-Wing or whatever I was going to give it as a gift, and then you have to go find it. Or, like, there's these slugs around the city, go kill them. And then you also run into enemies along the way where you can use your, your uh, the force and all that stuff. Um, but one of the most fun things they did was ride around on this giant bantha in the city. Nice. And it was kind of cool. Um, the art style is really neat. Yeah. Cartoony. It, yeah, it looks it looks like the animated series, the Clone Wars animated series. Which is tied in. Yeah. And I think you can watch it. Yeah. It's it's a really well done animated series, too. It? So, it, I mean, it, it makes sense that they would they would tie in with that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm 31 years old. I think it's fun. It's yeah. kind of a mindless. Yeah. It's fairly easy. Like there are uh, some harder enemies where you have to use a little more skill and yeah. counterattacking and stuff like that. But for the most part, most part, fart. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Yeah, it's a nice change of pace game. That's that's and that's how me and my wife feel about Skylanders. Like for the most part, it's not like towards the end it gets it gets pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure your Skylanders are leveled up high enough, but. It is. It's. It's uh, compared to everything else I play. It's. It's relatively easy and mindless. Yeah. Like if a Skylander dies, we just swap it out with another one. Like you. You know. You don't have to start the level all over. Yeah. It's great. It's, it is. It's nice. And the, like I said, the the collection aspect of it yeah. is really neat. Absolutely. If you have a little extra money, and one then, week you'll buy a new character for thirteen bucks. And then when you get like when you get Disney Infinity four point you had just have all your characters to take into the next one. Yep. You know, it's. That's what's cool about it. But I like it. And if you have kids. And you want to play games with them, this is a perfect yeah. kind of thing to do it with. I yeah. mean, the kids are into Disney, and then you can play this with the Star Wars characters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? um, I have not tried. I don't, like I said, I don't have any of the Disney characters. I kind of want to get Mickey Mouse uh-huh. um, to play in Star Wars. What about uh, Jack Sparrow? That's the one I would get. Is probably. he available? Is that I think 2.0 so. I think probably? that was the first one. I have not looked into 1.0 or 2.0 characters mm. in the least bit. Because I just, like I said, I was focused yeah. on the Star Wars stuff. Um, but yeah, I probably will at some point. You know, I'll pick and choose from uh-huh. the past characters and see what uh, what perks my interest up. But I really enjoy it. It's it's just, a, like I said, a really nice change of pace. And I had I don't have anything else like it. Yeah. So it was good to kind of... I hope you can get your fiancé to play with you, too. Yeah, well, Not looking good? At the, no. I'm never confident in that <laughs> happening. So... Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll report back on it after I uh, get get some more get Metal Gear it. in. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll I'll be playing a lot of that this yeah. upcoming week, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Eric. Sure. Shall we get right into Noble Bits? Might as well, Dan. All right. Uh, Will, do you want to get a start with Noble Bits? Uh, sure. Oh, yeah. You, I forget you. I have to do the time. Yeah, go to Eric first. Okay. Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, I'd like to thank Corey for not being here today, which allowed me to use his Nibble Bits. Because I was too busy gaming to find any this week. Uh-huh. Um, the next Deus Ex is launching in February on the 23rd. Does it just me or a lot of games come out in February? Yeah, XCOM got XCOM. Well, that's a little bit. But that, that got pushed back till February. 
Um, so did Fantasy Life. Fantasy I Life. I think that was February. I feel like there was one other game, too, that got pushed back till February. Yeah. And didn't this happen last year? Yeah. Or this year, I guess? Yeah. There were a couple. Didn't Dying, was Dying Light January or February? January. End, that end was of January. End of, Janu- end, end okay. of January, yep. Yeah, and then, you know, earlier we had Bloodborne in March. So there's. it seems like that's, uh, for whatever reason, becoming a little more popular. Yeah. Um, it gets you out of the clutter of the fall lineup, you know. Yeah, which, which is qu- good. Quickly, uh, went, I mean, I had a lot of games I was going to buy, and it quickly went down to not very many until, yeah. until November. <laughs> Same here. So end of October. Or not not even October. No, Guild, Guild Wars, but yeah. I pre-ordered FIFA today. Okay. And that's the end of this month. And then after that... I don't know. I might just hold off on everything until Fallout and uh-huh. Battlefront. Uh-huh. That would be me, too. So. Um, the Shovel Knight Amiibo has been confirmed. And it's pretty damn cool looking. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. I don't know if there's a release date for it, but that thing is pretty badass. And I'm sure it's going to be really hard to find, and that's oh, yeah. really annoying. Yeah. Um, I guess Amiibo are not hard to find in Australia. So when there was there was a, an Australian guy who made it a mission. I didn't see how this all ended up, but he made it a mission to find every amiibo in twenty four hours. In twenty four hours, I saw yeah, that. which is cool. I, I meant to check up and see see if he if he did it, but I just kind of had read the headline and and got distracted. Of course, yeah, good for him. Um, so it does have a, a release date in Europe, uh-huh. November twenty seventh. Okay, I'd read that there's also other indie. <clears throat> Indie games that want to that are on the Wii U and 3DS that want to bring Amiibo to the Wii or bring Amiibo or have Amiibo, I guess. Shovel Knight's kind of a cool. cool character, even though I didn't really care for the game all that much. Yeah, still cool looking Amiibo. And he'd go well on the the uh, Smash Brothers roster. Sure would. <laughs> yeah, he would. I I'd still prefer Bayonetta, but his down B with the shovel. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yep, I like that a lot. Um, and one of Corey's favorite releases previously, Divinity, Original Sin, the second, the Kickstarter got funded in 12 hours, which I'm sure got Corey's gander up. Yeah. Uh, it had a $500,000 target, and it made it I'm pretty quickly. sure it's well above that at this point. Oh, uh, Last sure. time I checked, it was like $1.2 million. Nice. And that was a few days ago, I think. I think it's I think it's up there pretty good now. But Corey's very high on the first one, and yeah. that's uh, getting a re-release later this year so if you're interested at all check it out uh-huh that's it sounds good uh i'll go next borderlands is set to get a movie adaptation to be done by Lionsgate and is being produced by avi and ari arad who also produced some comic book movies like iron man there's no more details at this point but a lot of people are saying the borderlands movie already came out when mad max released earlier this year <laughs> so <laughs> kind of true there's some speculation uh some people want it to be uh cg which I think would make sense because of the unique art style of Borderlands. Borderlands is actually based on uh, an anime, I guess. Really? Um, which, which is really, really cool. Um, and that's one of the iconic things about Borderlands is the the unique animation uh, art style. So I'll be interested to see what they do with that. There's no no timeline on when it takes place in the Borderlands universe and, and whatnot. But uh, I'll keep keep my eyes peeled on that. Uh, in Guild Wars 2 news, the expansion Heart of Thorns is set to launch on October 23rd. So that You're was my. Excited. I'm very excited. That was my. I was I was kind of glad to see XCOM got pushed back until next year because um, that frees up. Any fi- I, I don't have a lot of money, uh, so <laughs> I got to balance out my game purchases, and that makes buying Guild Wars 2 a lot easier because yeah. it's at the end of October. It's the only thing I think I'm getting in October, so so that's a good thing. Nice October 23rd. 
Uh, also in Guild Wars 2 news, the core game is now free for all players. So if you've been interested in all in trying the game, uh, you can head over to the official website to sign up for an account and start playing. I tweeted this on our it's on our Twitter timeline too. If you want to go that route, um, yeah, it's one of my one of my favorite MMORPGs ever, and to me, the best one that's come out in, in quite a while. So mm-hmm. you can give it a shot for free now. Uh, I guess they're doing some. There is a few restrictions on the free accounts that are designed to prevent spam, like spam in the chat and 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 gold spammers and stuff. So you will be slightly limited, but um, if you like it, you can purchase the full uh, Heart of Thorns, and that'll give you access to everything. So, so there's that. Uh, and then my last noble bit: Amazon has opened up a Wii U and 3DS digital game storefront, which is similar to the PS4 and Vita digital game storefront. I'm hoping that uh, has some competition between Amazon and the eShop, and and lower some prices on some things, more sales and stuff. That would be great. I'm in agreement. So. Apparently, you link your Nintendo ID to the Amazon thing, and it'll, like, once you buy the game there, you don't have to enter a code or anything. Like, you like you don't get a code that you have to enter like you do on Steam or whatever. It just kind of goes into your account, apparently. I don't know how it works, but it's magic, that I'm pretty magic. sure. The magic of the Internet. Yep. So that's it for my Nibble Bits. Will, what do you got? Starting September 29th, Wildstar is going to be free to play. Uh, this is a really fun game. It was in my awards a lot last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and game that's underrated. Uh, MMO that gets forgotten about. Yeah, I like my time with Wildstar. I didn't have that much time with it, but... I didn't either. Uh, I might try to go back and play it a little bit here and there. MMOs are hard because they're a huge time sink. Yeah. And none of us have time H- to huge sink. Huge amount of time, yeah. We always we always try to keep, keep moving into new things, and sometimes it's just hard. You know? I mean, I say I'm going back to play it, but I've been saying about, that about Guild Wars and Final Fantasy fourteen for <laughs> yeah. a year now, so yeah. it's probably not going to happen, but yeah. still play it. It's a good game. It's free. Uh, there will be some limitations, though. So That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. Uh, people who do subscribe, though, to the thi- uh, the sub- subscription do get some added benefits to, to it, which is cool. Uh, and my final one is Heroes of the Storm's Eternal Conflict is over next week, starting September 8th. Uh, that's also when the new character Rexar is supposedly coming out too. Oh shit! I forgot about Rexar. I did too. Nice. I still haven't bought the monk. See, I've been forgetting because like, I've been able to play a lot. Recently, I haven't played either. So the the weeks are going by quick, and now like the heroes are coming out, and I'm like, holy crap! I forgot. Your guys' skills are going to be waning. Oh yeah, definitely. I, whenever I play, I get torched now. Okay. I ended up finding somebody at work who was rank seventeen. Really? Which is pretty fucking low yeah. like you got to play a lot yeah. mm-hmm. um so i played a couple games with him and a friend of his he's pretty good you know we did okay nice i was the worst on the team easily uh-huh but like i didn't do bad but yeah. i was yeah. the worst on the team it, it was pretty obvious yeah <laughs> you'll have that yeah whatever i always i always like to pull out the well i play i play rpgs mostly like i'm not gonna be good at this competitive <laughs> yeah. game yeah so I'm excited. Rexar was one of the ones I was super pumped for. Yeah, he's gonna be a cool character. Is he the hunter in in uh, Hearthstone? Yes, he is. Okay, he's a ranged warrior, which is huh. different because he has different. a bear that fights for him. Yeah, oh, what's cool. the bear's name? Misha. Misha. Yeah, there's all sorts of attacks. The bear can die. It has its own spawn timer. So, like, if Rexar, I feel like I don't know this for sure, but I think Rexar has the health of like not an assassin. Maybe a little more than that, but his bear has a lot of health. So, okay. like, 
Rexar is going to be doing a lot of the damage from afar while Misha take, goes in and takes the hits and Oh, that's kind of cool, though. I think. I don't know. I haven't seen the video of how Yeah, it's going to be a lot different, which I is like nice. That. Yeah, change it up. Yeah. I like that. How are you... Well, we can talk about the monk later. How am I liking the monk? We'll talk about it later <laughs> and what we played. Okay. That's it, yeah. That's it for Noble Bits? Yeah. How was your week, Will? Uh, my week was good. I started school uh, back Blech. in college. It's going to be hard. I can tell already. I was in chemistry class for... In the first five minutes, I was like, oh, boy, why am I here? Right. Sort of thing. I was kind of nervous. But, like, after that, the second and third day, like, I was way more comfortable and, like, back into the swing of things and stuff like that, which I don't know why I'm nervous. My job pretty much entails me working with people all the time, so I should be over my my shyness and quietness by now. But Right. But other than that, uh, school, work, trying to play as much video games as I can. I played a lot of Until Dawn, so I'll be talking about that later. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear about it. I'm excited to talk about it. But that's it for me, Dan. Nice. Okay, what about you, Eric? What do you got? Uh, a couple things I want to talk about. I finished uh, Nick Offerman's book, uh-huh. Gumption, the audio version. Um, that book is fucking awesome. Yeah. I didn't realize, like, I knew that that I thought a lot like him, mm-hmm. but not just politically, it turns out. Like, okay. lifestyle yeah. and stuff like that. Like, he talks a lot about what's wrong with uh, agriculture uh-huh. and like government getting involved in that there's chapters based on stuff like that which i was really interesting to me uh-huh. um but man what a fucking awesome book i feel like it should be taught in schools yeah <laughs> really though like there's just so much good information in there and uh-huh. it's so funny and he he's just really well spoken yeah and i'm glad that he actually did the reading because it 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 added something to it. Yeah, because he could, you know, obviously he wrote it, and he could kind of give his own candor to it, you know, when he was when he was reading it. So he gives the, uh, you know, yeah, his uh, his delivery. Absolutely. I guess is what you're looking for. And I feel like if you're reading one of his books, you probably kind of know his character and stuff yep. like that. So it really adds to it. Yep. Um, but it's called Gumption. Uh-huh. Highly recommend it. It's based off of his favorite American, some past present. Um, Really good. I put it on my uh, Amazon wish list. So. Cool. I'll get it at some point. He did an AMA on Reddit, too, which was pretty funny. Oh, recently? Yeah. I think it was Monday. It was oh, wow. good? Yeah, it was pretty funny. That's good. He's such a good dude. Yeah, he is. Um, he got me listening to Willie Nelson. Oh. Because Willie Nelson was one of his favorite Americans. Okay. Um, <laughs> Willie, Nel- Willie Nelson's the man. He just wants to save every horse and smoke a lot of pot. Uh-huh. And, like. He has over a hundred records that he's made. Holy cow! So he named his favorite three. So I downloaded his his top one called uh, "Redhead Stranger." Uh-huh. Uh, it's pretty good. Like it turns out, I like old country music. Okay, I just don't like current country music. Right. Like Johnny Cash, I like Johnny Cash is really good. Right, and Willie Nelson was pretty good. Like they kind of tell a story in their yeah. songs instead of just like you know my girl and my dog left yeah. me and ran away and like you don't yeah. like Hunter Hayes get fucked up and pick him up. Stuff like that. I don't... Who's Hunter Hayes? He's a terrible new country artist. Yeah. So, uh, I recommend Willie Nelson, Redheaded Stranger. Pretty good album. There are a couple songs I didn't care for. It's got a weird... It's not a weird sound. I was... It almost reminded me of, like, a, some of the guitar solos and verses and stuff were, like, Hawaiian-y Spanish sounding. Okay. Like a Spanish guitar. Uh-huh. It was interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Huh. Uh, good whiskey music, though. Oh, okay. For sure. Nice. Uh, also, something I'm really excited about, and this is a ways down the road, but the fiancé and I uh, have 
started initial plans for an Ireland trip. Oh, beautiful. Which is something that, uh, it's pretty much the only thing on my bucket list that I need to do. Let's go to Ireland. I the home country. am so excited about this potentially happening. Um, and I, it was, it was really good timing. I ran into a buddy of mine who is from Ireland. I ran into his dad uh-huh. today at work and I told him about it and I asked him like, do you have any good travel tips or anything like that? And he told me a good travel agent to go through, which I'd much rather do yeah. than do it all online. Well, yeah. Cause you, cause you, this person knows what they're what they're getting you into and, right and, and he's and he always helps them when they yeah. go to ireland so yeah. like yeah and he he told me to most definitely stay at a bed and breakfast uh which sounds great he's yeah. like you literally just stay with an irish family uh-huh. and like he's like by the end of the trip like you're gonna you just be sitting there having breakfast with like their grandma and it, it'll be awesome uh-huh. <laughs> he told me uh some towns that i definitely have to go to nice um cork was County one cork, yeah. belfast uh-huh. and Galvestad or something? I can't remember what the other one was. But Stalingrad? Uh, <laughs> what's that from? Russia. It's in Russia. Russia. It's not that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Um, so I will keep people posted as we keep the planning along. Nice. The home country. Oh, Dan, I am so excited about this <laughs> this potential trip happening it's awesome yeah i told i told him like because he's like you know you want to go and get some of the charm of of ireland not yeah. just yeah. The, the touristy shit and i was like we would rather go to the charming places oh, i was yeah. like i i literally want to go to a small pub every day and just like find somebody to talk to yeah and listen to him friend of mine uh hitchhike and backpacked across ireland <sighs> somebody i know yeah a former co-worker of mine was it awesome? Yeah. She oh. had great stories. God. Great stories. That's like a dream. Yep. So, yeah, that's what I've got going on right now. Um, finishing up wedding plans. That's about it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, like I said I was going to, I'm all caught up on Game of Thrones. Uh, the season five finale was a kicker, to say the least. I was in a, like a three or four day depression when I finished it. For those that have watched Game of Thrones, um, God damn it! I wish Corey was here to talk about it. How's <laughs> Tyrael? Huh? Tyrael. Tyrael. <laughs> you know the Tyrael, the Archangel, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, yeah, me and Corey are going to do a hangover at some point. Uh, hopefully sooner. Well, it's all fresh in my mind. But God damn it! What a show! Great show! What a show! As soon as uh, HBO Now comes out for Fire Stick, I'm uh-huh. gonna get it. It's so good. Um, yeah, I watched, I watched the the full season within the full fifth season in like two days. I think I really really binged on it. Um, I'm not going to get into any spoilers or anything. Me and Corey will have a hangover where we where we talk about everything. But so good. Uh, I really can't wait for season six. I forgot to talk about my TV viewings. What you got? Curb your enthusiasm. Okay. Still watching the shit out of that. Nice. How many seasons is there? It's kind of a lot, right? I don't know. Eight. Something like that. I yeah. was going to say six, but I think it's it's more than that. Okay. Uh, what a fucking great show. I crack up when I watch it. Uh, I also realized that Criminal Minds is on Netflix, and I really like that show. I uh-huh. always have, so I've been watching a little of that, too. Nice. Uh, the only other things I've got going on, we had a $1,000 car repair what was this it? past week. It was mostly uh, brakes was, was the one thing. Um, the uh, belt drive belt was bad on it it was all like mostly routine maintenance stuff we actually just let the brakes go i i usually like to fix those but haven't had time and they just were so bad that they needed we, we took it in for an inspection 
So they, of course, found s- something socked wrong. it to us. I mean, the brakes were bad. They were grinding. Um, I should have changed them probably six months ago, but like I said, no time. Uh, so that set back my fall game purchases a little uh, bit. Um, I was going to definitely get Mario Maker and Skylander Superchargers when it comes out, but I think we're just going to get Mario Maker for now and hold off on Skylanders. But maybe not. We'll see. But we're definitely. I, I still want to get Mario Maker because that's that's the big one in September. Um, well, mid September, I guess. That's the big Wii U release. Uh, so it's that, and then I celebrated one year of joblessness. Nice, fun employment. Uh, what? It was the second of September. Oh my god, you're right. So I meant to have a few beers and I forgot, but one year, one whole year, <laughs> no forgot, job. Forgot about that day. You lucky bastard. However, well, there because I'm I for those that don't know, I, I'm a stay at home dad slash homemaker. Um <laughs> Which I find to be much harder than any job I've ever worked. Because for the, for the longest time, I worked two jobs. I had a full time job and a part time job, uh, and even working like twelve hour work days, um, where I got up at five thirty in the morning. Nothing compared to being a stay at home dad. Just because you, you don't ever leave your work, you know. That's and it's not even time point. with not even time with the kids. That I wish it was all time with the kids because that'd be a lot of fun. It's all the cooking and cleaning and all that fun stuff, which I did anyway, but there's much more of it when you have two kids, you know? I don't know. So, as a whole, it sounds tough. Eh, it's okay. It's it's more mentally taxing than physically taxing. Uh, you know, the whole, uh, like, breakfast in the morning takes two hours between feeding myself and the dog and the two kids Ugh. who, you know, you make them something and they don't want to eat it. So you make them something else. They don't want to eat that. They want the first thing. Nothing but, pisses me but off. But I fed it, I fed it to the dog cause I didn't want to waste it. So I had to make it again, you know, that sort of thing. And that's all day. So yeah, one year, one year joblessness. Maybe I'll have a beer when I go upstairs. For one year joblessness. <laughs> but like I said, I forgot. So, uh, I think that's all. Yeah. For my week. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll take a quick break, get get reorganized, and come back with what we played and uh, feedback in just a moment. Welcome back, everybody! Episode two fifteen of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. We're going to start with Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, kicking it right off! There was a request in, in the chat to talk about it, so. Uh, as I said earlier, we're gonna we're gonna do our brief first impressions. We're gonna do a full episode on it tomorrow, where we talk about everything and our experiences to that point. Um, Eric, you said you're about ten hours into yeah, it. Yeah, I've got at least ten hours, okay. and I've had uh, the lady is back in school, mm-hmm. which and she works you know twenty five thirty hours a week on top of that. So I've had a lot of gaming time uh-huh. on my days off. Nice. And put some put some Metal Gear Solid time in, huh? Yeah, I did a uh, lot. I played about six hours. I'm right before the beginning of the sixth mission. If if anyone else is is playing it, um, which is the Honey Bee Recovery Honey mission. Honey Bee Recovery. Yep. Don't know what that is, but I'm excited because Eric said it was awesome. So sure was. <laughs> so Eric, let's let's hear your initial impressions of Metal Gear Solid Five. TPP. Um, yeah, I don't know how deep you want to get into it, but the uh, I thought the the opening cinematic yeah. was fucking awesome yeah not just cinematic like you do you do play parts yep. of it like sneak around a little bit it was a playable cinematic it play, was pretty play, long playable open it was very long hour and 20 minutes i would say probably and because i really like the story part of it but it it, it was dragging on because what what happened was i couldn't there's no preload for it 
Yeah. Um, so I had to download it at midnight, and it finished. I started the download like at twelve oh four, and it finished at like one thirty. Oh. So I didn't get to start playing until one thirty in the morning. Uh, and by the time that part rolled around, it was almost three o'clock. Or by the time I was finishing up, and I was like, J- "I just want to, I just want to get into the open world here." So I was getting a little frustrated with that at the end. It was awesome, though. Um, I really, really liked the opening cinematic too. Yeah, I, th- I thought the whole thing was great. Yeah. Um, I was kind of like on the edge of my seat the yep. entire time. Yeah. There was a part that was confusing to me that I want to talk about next week. Okay. That uh, it all turned out okay, but I was a little concerned at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that part was awesome. Um, <clears throat> Jesus, there's just so much to even get into in this game. Uh, I thought after the third mission, it really started to open up. Yeah. And I because you get the Fulton mm-hmm. extraction device, the balloon, which I love. Yes, the building of Mother Base is what's driving me in this game. Mm-hmm. And it's just so cool to be able to extract literally, like, anything from the field. Like, anything. Is this where they, like, press circle triangle. or triangle and then, like, a balloon that floats yep. up? Yep. That's pretty fun. You can take animals, uh, weaponry. I got a sheep cars, and a dog. Yeah. I got a bear. I caught a, I, I, I put a bear to sleep, too. Where I put, uh, that was, like, the last thing I did when I was playing. I was finishing up a mission and a bear came along. And I just shoot it, like, ten times with my oh, tranquilizer. Yeah. I think you only have to shoot it once, but it takes a while. Okay, and I don't. I don't think I got him in the head because I didn't. I. I didn't. He was. He attacked me out yeah. of nowhere. I got a good swipe from him too. Um. So I, I. I. couldn't shoot him in the head to make it. I think it's instantaneous if you get him in the head. Um, is that with animals too? I think so. Because that's what that's what it is for human people. Soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe the bear is different because it's obviously a bigger powerhouse. But yeah. Um. It took quite a few bullets to take, take him down. Yeah, so I've upgraded my uh, Fulton mm-hmm. to the second level now, so yep. I can I've gotten mortars yep. and uh, machine I guns. Just got to that point too. Okay, uh, haven't been able to get any cars or yeah. cargo ships or anything like that yet, but I'm hoping soon. Um, I burnt through all of my in-game currency mm-hmm. pretty quick and got mm-hmm. down kind of low, so I had to do some more story missions to gain gain more. Um, I just upgraded the weapon that I've been using with a new scope and uh-huh. some other shit on it. And I got a rocket launcher. Nice. Which I haven't used yet. Okay. But I can't fucking wait. Uh, there's a sneaking suit, which is the next thing that I'm going to be getting. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the environment. I can't believe how good the game looks. It's gorgeous. I can't believe that they made an open world game that is this open world with so much to do. Yeah. Look that good. It's go- It's absolutely oh it's my stunning. God. It's fucking incredible how good it looks. Uh-huh. Uh, the Afghani desert is fantastic mm-hmm. just to like, oh my God, it just, the sixth mission was my favorite so far because of where it's set kind okay. of. I mean, it was really cool and yeah. like recovering a secret weapon itself was awesome, but like you go down into some caves and stuff oh, like nice. the Afghani desert Okay, and that just to me, it just. I don't know. I, I don't want to say it hit close to home because I've never been a soldier. Right. But you always hear about, like, how hard it is to, to b- battle over there because of the because, desert. Because and, of like, the terrain, yeah. Kind of the guerrilla yep. warfare kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think of, like, what that must be like to yeah. go fucking traveling through these caves and shit yep. like that. It's just crazy. Um, but I th- that was just so cool. Yeah. I loved that so much. Yep. Um, another thing I really like is, is the side op missions. Like I said, get, building up the base has what's like driving me through this game, um, and getting uh, high level 
military guys or, you know, prisoners or whatever and extracting them back to the base to help with research and development or weaponry development, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, guardsmen. Um, Because all these people help build your base up and the multiplayer, which I have not experienced yet, is kind of like Dark Souls where, like, somebody can come into your world and invade it and attack Mother Base and fuck with your stuff. Uh, And you can actually lose soldiers that you've captured. Oh, really? Like, they can die. Get killed, huh? You can pick nine of them that will not die. Okay. Uh, They're on, like, specific contracts or something like that, and and then they're locked and can't die. Right. Um, Haven't experienced any of that yet. I'm actually thinking about playing the playing it in offline mode for quite a while. Yeah, I don't think the actual online mode is it has launched yet. I don't know. I don't think it has. I'm pretty well, sure. Well I know it hasn't. like the online competitive multiplayer part hasn't yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't know about the base invasion right. stuff. Right. Um but I fucking love this game. It's so good. I can't believe how good it is. Like I texted yeah. you guys and told you I can't even believe like this is a real game. Yeah. It's incredible. Yep. Uh, and uh, out of the the four of us, I was probably I, I hate stealth games usually. Um, yeah, how are you playing it? Uh, I I do as much stealth as I can. Um, but but the, I think the thing I like about it is one of the things I hate about stealth games is uh, especially like with Assassin's Creed, like the combat was not very good. So if you screwed up on stealth when you were fighting other people, like it was just you hit the hit the block button and then the counterattack. Like in this game, like if you screw it up, first of all, you don't fail a mission so far. If you screw up. Uh, and get noticed, you just have to fight people. But it it plays so well that you're given easy ways to deal with with uh, screwing up. Like, uh, you know, with, with my gun, I just put it into first-person mode, and I just pick people off, like headshot, 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 headshot. And, oh, really? Oh, yeah. I haven't gone into first-person mode. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It might not be as, as good on with, with a controller, like I said, but but because of the, the PC controls, yeah. um, that's that's what I'm used to. Like, it, with a controller, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much because I'm not I'm not near nearly as accurate with a, with a controller. So I've been playing with the PC controls, actually. Um yeah, I just, you know, line up my headshots. Because you, when, when you're noticed, you're given like a, I don't know, it's like a three-second window or something where you can where you can, where, you, where you can take people out. It's like um, a slow-mo. Yeah, so so I, I do that. I go right into my first person. And hopefully I still have some of my suppressor left. and uh, Sleepy darts. Yeah, or sleepy darts. And, yeah, I just I pick people off with that. But also, like, it it, play, it plays well as, like, a like a first person shooter too, yeah. you know, if so. you want to play that route. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been trying to do as much stuff as I can. Same here. I'm, I'm not super patient. So I, I end up killing a lot more people and I've been pretty patient. Yeah. I haven't, I'm still a little impatient, but Surprising. I've been better. It just, it, it plays very well. Like, uh, yeah. the, the cover system works really well. It's consistent too, with how people notice you and when they don't notice you, like I, I haven't found that like, uh, you know, you can get close to one guy, but an, but another guy, like you can't get. Cl- it just it, it's very consistent. So mm-hmm. you can you can plan ahead when you're when you're viewing things from a distance. Weather effects, yeah, the sand sandstorms are very cool. Uh, so cool, provides cover, which is awesome, mm-hmm. and it like it's such a good feeling when you're about to go into you know a base or an outpost and you've scouted it out, you know where all the guards are, and then all of a sudden a sandstorm comes and yep. you're like, oh. Fuck yes! Yeah, now so you can I've get got really clear, close. Clear cover to head into this base and fuck with these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't think I've had any like real crazy things happen yet. Which you know, I, listening to other podcasts and stuff talk about the game, they've had like some some crazy shit go on with yeah. like rocket launchers and stuff like that. Um, 
the only thing that did happen, uh, I was in a watchtower heading towards the sixth mission, which kind of goes down this long, windy corridor, and there were some guards that were coming back after they searched another area where I had killed everybody. So I planted some, some C4 on the ground and was going to just blow them to shit. Mm-hmm. And I ended up that I put it too close to the tower I was in. <laughs> uh-huh. So it, it killed them and knocked me down to the ground and just destroyed the watchtower. Nice. Um, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, great game so far. Um, I'm absolutely loving it too, so. Yeah. That's all we'll talk about for now. Yeah. Because, like I said, like Eric said, we could talk about it for hours. Uh, but that'll be next week when we do a full episode on it. So uh, very solid first impressions from from both me and Eric. Uh, and as far as the PC port goes, it's ran perfectly um, from the very first time I fired it up. Um, it runs great. looks looks beautiful. Haven't had any crashing or, or jank of any kind, which is also nice. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Eric, mm-hmm. what'd you play? Oh, um, w- let's talk about Cobblops 3. The beta, since we all beta, played it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what'd you think of it? I didn't like it. Why not? Felt no different from any of the other Call of Duties. I thought it did. See, the only thing that was different was you picking the character in the beginning, or whatever. I like that. Your class? Yeah, class it's... or whatever it was. <laughs> I like that part of it, and I thought the weapons were were pretty cool, mm-hmm. uh, especially the bow. Yeah, the, the bow was pretty bow. cool. The sparrow, is yeah. that what it's called? That's who I picked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't at first. I can't remember the first one I picked, but I switched over to the sparrow, and her the special weapon, the bow was fucking sweet. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but I thought all of the weapons and like special attacks and stuff were actually pretty fun to use. Yeah, um, and I had a, a pretty good time mm-hmm. with the Call of Duty Blops Beta. Cod Blops Three. I was pretty good at it too. Which was surprising. Yeah. The thing is, I usually I find with these online multiplayer games that when they first come out, I'm actually pretty good at them because nobody knows the maps. Yep. Yeah. But then, you know, as time goes on and I'm not really playing it that as much. As much as other people. And other people are playing it a lot, that yeah. I just start to get my ass kicked. Yeah. So that's why I lose interest. Right. Um, I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. A lot of people are. And I think I'm just not liking first person shooters it's, anymore. Yeah, uh, I I'm 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 the same way. I didn't I didn't care for it. I'll get to, into why, but but a lot of the people I follow on social media like gaming people did really like the the Cod Blops 3 beta. I liked mm-hmm. it enough to where I might buy it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. I I don't know. I just I had a really good time with yeah. it. Like I I wanted to play. I wanted to go home and play it cuz I knew the beta was ending soon and I was like this is actually really fun. Right. And I wasn't expecting it. Yep. Yeah, I played uh I played two matches. Um I didn't care for it, but I de- I generally don't care for first person shooters. Uh to me it felt like Titanfall without the Titans, which the Titans were my favorite part of Titanfall. See, so I didn't I do like, any wall running or anything. Okay. And I didn't see a lot of that going on. Yeah. Double There was a there was a little bit of double jumping. Yeah. There, I don't so. feel like it's as easy to do as it is in Titanfall. Yeah, it's not as smooth. Yeah. But it's also a beta. It's not yeah. fully fully done yet. Um I liked the the maps were fun. Yeah. Yeah. And Treyarch does do a pretty good Call of Duty. I actually I did will give them that. I did better than I thought I would do too. I think the my first game I was went four and six, four kills, six deaths. Which for me is good not playing competitive yeah. first person shooters at all and on and on computer. That is pretty good. So uh the second one I didn't do as well. I think I was like two and eight, maybe. Did anybody talk smack to you, Dan? No, no one said anything at all. Which is nice. It was only it was only two matches, and then I went to play something else, which I don't remember what it was at this point. Doesn't matter. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So good. Yeah, I actually I might buy it. It depends on money. Right. I, When's it supposed it to come out? It comes out at a bad time, too. November. Right before Fallout okay. and Battlefront. Yeah. I'm getting Battlefront. Right. For sure. Actually, we just had a, a thing in the chat. Uh, J-Bow asks what we think of the new Battlefront or Fallout. Uh-huh. Um, I'm buying both of those for sure. I'm buying sure. both of those for sure, too. And yeah. I think all of us are. I don't know. I, I just, I'm not going to have enough time to put into Call of Duty and uh, Battlefront. Right. And Fallout. <laughs> right. So, Fallout being a really long RPG. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I might hold off on Call of Duty and get it, you know, on sale Black Friday, you know, 40 yeah. bucks or something like that. But yeah. we'll see. To play in, uh, like, around Christmas, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Sounds good. Um, What else you got, Eric? Is that is that everything? Uh, The Forza 6 demo. Forza 6. That's oh, yeah. right. Let's yes. hear about that. Uh, I don't know. I, I like racing games. and I'm any, a racing game fan, too. Anytime I buy one, I play it and really like it yeah. for a week or two, and then I just never play it again. So I'm not going to get it. Mm-hmm. But the demo was really good. And they put IndyCar racing into it, which I don't know if that's been in past ones. I want to say no. Right. I don't think it was in Forza 5, which I have. Um, the IndyCar racing was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going 200 and some miles an hour, and yeah. it feels like it. But the cars handle so well. Uh-huh. It was incredibly fun. Um, and the rain racing was fantastic, too. There's, like, puddles on the ground. And if you're going around a corner, and they put them in strategic spots so like yeah. if you're going around a corner you can't you either have to maneuver around them or slow down at the right time so you don't, so you don't go fucking hydroplaning off yeah. um but the the graphics with the the rain and everything were so good mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna be a great racing game mm-hmm. it's just i don't need any more games especially one that i know i'm not gonna stick with yeah um but i mean if you're a racing game fan and a forza fan and you have an xbox there's really no reason for you not to get it yeah if you you know are really into racing mm-hmm I can't stress how much fun the IndyCar was, though. Nice. Oh, my God, that was fun. Because I've thought about getting that F1 game. Okay. The Formula 1 racing. Yeah. I've thought about it a couple times because I, even though I'm not a fan of watching racing, NASCAR, you know, whatever. Yeah. The couple times that I've actually sat down and watched Formula 1 racing, I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Um, and it always it looks fun, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm into rally racing. I'm I'm gonna get dirt rally at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the only racing series I'll because I have dirt two and dirt three. Um, at some point, because I also I like car games and racing games. And They're stuff, fun. So. They're just a good time. And yep. you know, another thing, kind of mindless. I really I, like the drivatar stuff too. Okay, because like, you know, you'll you'll find people from your friends list that you're racing against, and a lot of people have people on their friends list who you're not actually friends with and you just kind of make them along the way or whatever. But when you're racing against somebody, you know, like this guy I used to work with it, even though it's not actually him, it still adds a little something to the mix. Yeah. And you're like, you motherfucker, because it like takes into effect, like how he actually races. races. So like, if he runs into you, you're like, you bastard, like you're dirty racer. (laughs) But that's, that's how you have to be. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a fun time. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What do you got, Will? Me? I got Until Dawn. Let's hear it. Um, so Until Dawn was a game that I'm very excited for uh, b- before it came out. And uh, so basically this game follows the story. Uh, it takes place in Alberta on top of a mountain. Mm. So there's ten characters that are in this cabin during the winter, and they do this thing every winter where they go into this getaway. And they're, I think in the game they're seniors in high school. Uh, 
So they're, the story bases around the two characters are Hannah and Beth, and they're twin sisters, and their brother Josh, who is their older brother. Um, so what happens is the other group of seven people pull a prank on the sister Hannah, and she gets really embarrassed because they're videotaping it. Because what they did was she had a crush on one of the characters named Mike. And he pulled her into a room and stuff like that. And she was making his move on him, but the, everybody was in the room hiding. And everybody started laughing at her. So she got really embarrassed and took off outside. And her sister went to go get her. So what happens is the they end up getting chased by the psycho, uh, you think at the time, is running them down. And basically what happens is they get to a corner of a cliff and they both fall down and die. So there's this tragedy on this hey, mountain. Spoilers. It's in the first like ten minutes. All right. <laughs> what do you think? I'm gonna spoil the story? I don't know. It seemed like you might. No. It's uh, just tell has... us what happens at the end. Everybody knows. That <laughs> well, that's what I think happens. it's skip to the end. I think it's different because it depends on what you do in the game. Mm-hmm. Is how the game I'm, ends. So. I'm getting there. It's like heavy okay. rain. So yeah. this game is very much like heavy rain. If you like quick time events, if you don't mind them, that is, this game has a lot of them. Um, I know, Eric, you said you liked heavy rain's quick time events. Yeah, Ow. I have no issue with quick time events. I like them in Rise. Okay. I like them in uh, Heavy Rain. See, I'm the I, one that doesn't like QTEs, but this seems like a game that they would fit. Yeah, I definitely. Guess. I've never had an issue with Q, uh, QTEs, and in this game, like that's what the gameplay is based around, right. pretty much. So like, I'd had no problem with it. They are quick, though, so you have to be fast. What Assassin's Creed 3 quick time events just really pissed me off. Yeah, that is a game that didn't make as much sense. Right. But uh, this game is like heavily based around it, and as I said, they're really fast, so you have to like basically have the controller in your hand most of the time, because this is a very story-based game. And uh, a lot of, you know, interaction, character interaction, stuff like that. So when there is, like, a downtime, uh, the quick time events could come up at any moment. So always be ready to play. Right. Um, so what happens is a year later, the characters, the eight of them, uh, the brother gets them together and said, hey, you know, I want to bring everybody back up on the mountain to get closure for what happened and stuff like that and have the weekend together, just like old times. So everybody agrees to do it. And so what happens is, once they all get up there, some stuff starts to go down, uh, and there's a psycho out there. And w- it's pretty awesome how, it, like, each story, there's, like, chapters, and there's ten chapters, and they're all, like, titled different things and whatnot. And it's cool, also, when you stop playing and go back into the game, it goes previously on Until Dawn. Oh, it does, I like that. Uh, I sh- love that. Yeah, it's awesome. And it what, shows other, what other game did that, not to change the subject? Hardline. Line. Battlefield Hardline. It was okay. the only good thing it did. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Game fucking sucks. Alan Wake. Alan Wake did it too. Another shitty game. I love Alan Wake. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so you have that. So when you don't play for a little bit, like it, you know, catches you up. Um, So where this game shines is the character interaction and the choices you make. This game it follows like the classic horror slasher movie stuff. B horror movies, sorta, but it goes deeper than that. I think it's better than just your classic horror movie. Fair enough. Partially because I played it, and it's cool, and everything that happened was my decision. Um, This game is very punishing. It leads you into making a decision. Like, I screwed up with one of my characters later in the game that got her killed because I was thinking one way, but the game was just making me think that. Ah. Ended up getting her killed. It It was the only character that died that was, like, I could save. Oh, nice. So I saved everybody but, like, one person. And cool. it was, I was really mad at myself. I actually put the controller down and stopped playing for, like, five minutes because I was, like, I'm such Had an, to gather yourself? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm such an idiot. Um, That's awesome. The characters are all really good. There's Sam, who's played by Hayden Panettiere. Oh. So she was my favorite. She was the nicest and didn't deserve anything that happened to her. Um, there's, the, there's, like, there's the 
the nice girl, which is Sam. Then there's the jock, which is Mike. There is the the nerd, which is Ashley. Yeah, all, every all the bases are covered. Yeah, the girl that the character that no one likes, which is Emily. There's actually a Kotaku article about. I saw um, that. Um, and there's I actually as I read that article, I was the same way because I wanted to kill her off. And I was like, I don't care. Like I just want to kill her off. I hate this character. But like every time I got to a moment where I thought I could kill her, I was like, I, I can't do it. I didn't want to. I didn't want the blood on my hands. It's, your okay. huma- it's the humanity in you. It is. Apparently, I'm human and have a soul, which is weird. No, no, right? <laughs> don't be silly. Um, even with video game characters, I have a soul. Video so, gamers don't have souls. We're all evil monsters. Mm-hmm. Violent people. Violent people. <laughs> Violent people. Just ask the news. Yeah. Yep. Um, so as I said, like this game, pretty much decision making has to happen quick. Like if you're running away, there'll be two decisions that pop up that say you can either hide or continue running, and you gotta like go really quickly. Be like, all right, I want to keep running. So like you do that, and like that could be the wrong move, and you end up getting killed. Um, this game, as I said, is very punishing. The last chapter, especially, there is a game mechanic where you have to hold the controller still because uh, the blue light that shines is in like a little area, and if you hit the lines it activates and it, like, alerts to whoever is around. So the very last chapter of the game, like, it's heavily based around that. So be careful of that. It's really finicky, the blue light stuff. Uh, A lot of people, the main complaint about this game is that mechanic to it. So when you're playing, like, turn off the controller vibration and, like, just set it down or something. Uh Uh, Because I don't want anybody making a, messing up and getting something killed when they didn't want it to happen. Right. Um, But, yeah, like, this game is very much, like, it tricks you and messes with you. The story is pretty good. I really liked it. Um, I know a lot of people who are into, like, film and stuff. Like, Corey would probably know, like, what's going to happen when because it does follow, like, the, the horror movie archetype stuff. I heard the first half was really good mm-hmm. at avoiding that, and then the second half got kind of predictable. Uh, yeah, the second half did. It. What happened was, like, the story kind of took a turn, uh, and I can see where people wouldn't like that turn or it took. I really want people to play it so I can talk about it more and not give spoilers. Cause it's oh, really, I want to play it. It's Whenever. I know Metal Gear is out, so it'll be hard to play. Wait, it, did you beat it? I did beat it. Yeah. I should say that. Good work. Put it on the list. Yeah. I Once I started, I was like, I love this Couldn't game. Couldn't stop. How long did it take you? Uh, about eight to ten hours. I think ten hours, I'd say. Not bad. I did it in three sittings. Okay. So. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, the one really cool thing about this game is, is there's collectibles, but they're not that important. They're just like... Kind of like um, The Order? They're a little... They're not... They help with the story with you doing them because there's this mystery. There's three things. There's the the psycho, the mystery man. There's the twins, which are Hannah and Beth that died. And then there's 1952. In 1952, something happened. I don't want to get into details. Uh-huh. So you collect clues with that that give you more insight of what happened in 1952. Mm-hmm. Then you can get clues about the twins. Like you realize, like, oh, Hannah had a tattoo or whatever. Um, and then there's Psycho, which leave clues like, oh, this Psycho left a message on this phone. And, like, if you get a lot of them, the characters can actually figure out who it is. Oh, this, cool. The, the mystery man. That's that awesome. Is, that is cool. So, like... It incentivizes you to dig all that stuff up. Yeah, which I was doing. A lot of it's kind of hard because when you get in a rush and in a hurry because you're like, oh, my God, they're going to die, like, you don't look around at all. Yeah. So... That happens, so it's kind of hard to like find everything. This game sounds awesome. And there's totems which follow the butterfly stuff. So like, there's different color bu- butterflies for like this tribal thing that indicate different things. So like, yellow is guidance, black is death, or whatever. And it shows like a two to three second clip, like movie clip 
of an event that's going to happen later. So what happens is, like, if you get the guidance one, you see, like, a character is barely narrowly getting away, and you're like, oh, so, like, you saw that scene, but you don't know what happened or whatever, so, like, it gives you a little bit, like, how you can avoid, like, maybe a death of a character, uh-huh. which is kind of neat. And there's also butterfly effect, which is, like, whenever you make a decision, this little butterfly effect pops up on the screen, and it changes your reaction, your interactions with characters and stuff like that. So if you do something like Emily... That was her boyfriend. I made her boyfriend really mean to her because I hated her. So, like, <laughs> their relationship was falling apart. On the rocks. Pretty much the whole time. And, like, because of the decision I made, I sided with a character in the game that wasn't her. So she held a grudge on me for the rest of the game. So that popped up. And, like, Emily now hates you, basically. So Good. Yeah, exactly. I really did not like Emily. Um, the only character I didn't like, I didn't like Mike in the beginning. Is he the jock? Yeah, but his character, I think, went through the most, like, he's awesome. He changed. Yeah. Changed, he, man. He's like Nathan Drake by the end. Oh. It was really awesome. Uh, the storytelling, they all, all the characters became, like, started as one thing and all went through their transformation and stuff like that, and it was just really an awesome game, and I really liked it. Um, I really want everybody to play it. Uh-huh. Oh, I want to play it. I, I want to hold out for our extra live stream. Yeah. But I don't know if I will. Was it how scary on a scale of one to ten? Like if I was to turn all the lights off and have headphones on, would it scare the shit out of me? You would probably be a little more afraid than usual. See, I love horror stuff, but I don't handle it well. But I wasn't too bad for this game. I did play it at night, the lights off in my room and stuff like that. But like I was looking at my phone like every now and again, so like that kind of defeated the purpose of it. But there were some pretty scary moments. Uh, a lot of things that make me made me jump. <sighs> Nice. Uh, there's some blood and gore and stuff like that. The gore doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's, it's the jump scares. And boy, let me tell you, there are some hard decisions in the game. Basically, sounds awesome. Basically, like Tell- Telltale-esque. Yeah, it's a. Con- I explain it as a combination of like the Telltale games with Heavy Rain. Okay. Well, they do love me some Heavy Rain. Uh-huh. I think Corey said this sounds like a game he would like. I do think he would like it. I think you would like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Dan, I have no idea how you like horror. <laughs> Final so, time. I want to. I want you guys to all play it by the end of the year for. I like Game Awards. Awards I like Outlast. Yeah, a, lo- so would... a lot of people really liked Until Dawn. Yeah. I've seen actually some people have said it's been their favorite game of the year. Uh-huh. I'm one of those people. It's, I've seen mo- uh, multiple people say that. It's really high up there for me. I, this is a case, also part of the like right time, right place, right time. Mm-hmm. I was really excited for it. Like, you know, this sounds stupid, but I love snow environments and like running around in a forest with like being chased with a blizzarding going everywhere and like you know the character is right on you and you're just like oh my god this is intense um the chases have qtes so like you can fall yeah oh maybe get killed that's awesome um i can't wait to play it like i said you got to be quick with the quick time events though yeah be very quick um and there's different things like if you press R1, it brings up the, the character screen, and it's a picture of, like, their face or whatever, and you can move the head, which is kind of cool, with the right thumbstick. But it gives, like, like honesty, bravery, like, curiosity, and stuff like that, and little stats, and that goes up and down, like, as the game progresses. Then it has, like, relationship bars with who likes you and who doesn't. So two characters who don't like each other or by each other, like, they don't get along. <laughs> and it changes, like, dialogue and stuff like that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and at the end of the game, like... You can have different characters survive. Yeah, do you think you'll want to play it again? Yes. 
and see how things change based on different decisions that you make. There's one character in particular that I want one, the only, this only person to survive, and I'm not going to tell you why. I want you guys to all play it. I'll tell you later when you all play it, because I think she'd have no idea, basically, like what went on. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's, like, the one character, like, I want to go back and try and see if I can set it up for her to be the only one that lives. I am going to go back, because you can, once you beat the game, you can go back through your chapters, because you can't, like, go back and reload a save. So, like, my character that died, I was like, no, no, I want to go back, but, like, it was too late, and I didn't, like, I was like, I shouldn't anyway. So, like, I'm going to replay from chapter nine on. Uh-huh. Uh, so that'll take, like, an hour and a half, just so she lives, so I can get more people. Um, but, yeah. Cool. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. I also liked how the characters talked because it's how my friends talk. Uh-huh. I've noticed with some of the things. A good a good PS4 exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. I think AD on Metacritic, like where that stands, it's really good. That's I, a good score. I liked it more than that because it's just right place, right time. I really like horror, story driven. It was yeah. awesome. Cool. Highly recommended by me. Nice. But uh, other than that, I didn't play anything else really. Heroes of the Storm, but okay. <laughs> yeah, so how are you liking the monk? Hot, hot, baby. A lot. Yeah? I like to play support. I like assassin more, but nobody seems to like to play support, really. Yeah, so, I've noticed. It's annoying. So sometimes I get relegated to that, which I'm fine with. So I like I like healing. I like keeping people alive. Nothing. I find it rewarding when I do a heal to save somebody. And I like playing Malfurion. He's a, he's a good support. Yeah. But Charism has this one heal where you can let... When you're about to die, I can put it on you. And when you die, your health goes up half. Yeah. So you save, and pulling that off is a good feeling. Nice. Um, I know in a couple of our Hero League matches that we were getting... Well, wait, is that like Rhaegar's, except Rhaegar's heals you completely? Pretty much. Uh, well, the difference between them is if... This is when you die. It activates when you die. So for Charism, I put oh, it on so you... Oh, so you can do it ahead of time? Yeah, I lay oh. it on you. There's like a two to three second space between if it activates or not. You die... I play. I placed on you in time. You get half health, so you don't die. Uh, Rhaegar's just heals you almost all the way. Yeah. Uh, like, you, and if you die, you die. You lose it. So. Okay. But Charism's fun. I like healing. So. Cool. Yeah, uh, he's a good character. I'm excited for Rexar. I, I didn't. Won't... I didn't have the funds to buy Charism yet. Mm-hmm. Trying to save up for my games. I actually bought a skin. Which one? The new Thrall one that came out. The. Doomhammer, I think it is. I think I'm going to buy a mount this week. The magic carpet's on sale for five bucks. Ooh, that's I a, always liked the magic carpet. Yeah. That was cool. That's a good deal. And they don't often put those mounts on sale either. No, they're always really expensive. Like ten bucks minimum. Which is crazy. It's crazy. My favorite one that I have was free. Mm-hmm. The, the Wonder- Ma- Mechana Spider. Oh. Wonder Billy. Yeah. Well, Wonder Billy's cool, too. But, like, <laughs> if I'm being serious, I like yeah. the Mechana Spider <laughs> I got for doing some stupid Facebook thing. Yeah. I actually got that. My friend bought four oh, codes. Oh, he asked like, me if I had it. For like $3. Yeah, he asked me if I had it. He was going to give me one, but I already had it. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I don't remember what I was going to say. The skin? Thrall? Yeah, the Thrall skin looks awesome. I didn't see it. it it's. I'm going to be playing as Thrall. Thrall is one of the characters I'm working on to get mm-hmm. to 10, so you'll see it in action. Um, yeah, Rexar is coming. So. Yeah, I'm pumped for Rexar. I keep saying this. I want to take a break, like a couple month break, and see what they put in, and like go back to it. But I can't. It's hard to once you get out of practice too to get back into it. Yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm at a point with heroes now where I could probably get back into it and mm-hmm. play okay. Yeah. Um, you know, 
couple quick matches under your belt. And yeah, the new map. Was, is, did I talk about it last week? You weren't on, right? Or were you on? No, I wasn't. I, I, I listened to the podcast, but I don't remember if you talked about it. Uh, the new map's in, which is kind of a big deal. I don't love the new map. A lot of people don't, and I understand why. The new map is a pain in my balls because the Punishers are so strong. And, like, if you get 29 and they get their 30th right before you get your 30th, there's no, like, hey, you were close, but the Punisher's still wicked strong. Like like in the Battlefield of Eternity, Yeah, you know, if, if you were close and had their guy got down pretty low, he has a lower shield, yeah. which is nice, you yeah. know. But yeah, the Punishers are a pain in the ass. Because they just go right after They're you. so powerful, and they just fuck your shit up so hard. And if you don't get the first one, you, it's like a pretty big disadvantage. Yeah. I know a lot of people said the best way to kill it was have everybody on your team stay by the fort and have one character, like your tank, up like closer to the gate so the Punisher jumps over. Uh-huh. Uh, like early yeah. in the game, and then everybody swarm it with the towers hitting it, and that can take it down a lot faster. But like coordinating that sometimes isn't very easy, especially in quick match when right. you're in the solo camp. playing with randos. So like that'll never happen. Yeah. So the guy I played with uh, that I was talking about earlier, he um, that's what he told us to do. Mm-hmm. Did so. I play with this person by the way? Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I did play with Tim. Yeah. Then. He was very good. Yeah, he was good. So. But yeah, Heroes of the Storm's still good. What a solid game. I didn't think I'd like a MOBA this much, ever. It's fantastic. Uh, Metal Gear's been the the only game that's been able to keep me away from it. That's impressive. Like, this that's is the first place. time that a friend of mine texted me and asked if I wanted to play Heroes, and I said no. No, I'm good. <laughs> I, I, go, I go, dude, listen, Metal Gear came out today. I was about an hour in at that point, and I go, and it's fucking incredible. I can't, I can't pull myself away from it. Nice. That's... So. That's very high praise for Metal Gear. Are you going to be playing Metal Gear tonight? Uh, no, I okay. probably won't be until the weekend. That's fine. I'm, I'm just saying I have it all to myself then. Yeah, you Because Corey's occupied, so occupado. He, he won't bitch about me playing it again. <clears throat> yeah, like he did that one day. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and play this weekend. I don't know how. Yeah, It'll, that's fine. You'll know when I play. But Well, I'm not going to be home all weekend, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's oh, where are you off to? Labor Day festivities. I've mm. got a fo- fancy football draft on Saturday, and then my my aunt's Labor Day party on Sunday. Okay. So. Oh yeah. Did you play anything else, Bud? That's it. Okay. Um, I only real quick. The only things I played other than Metal Gear Solid Five were Splatoon and Mario Kart Eight. I don't have anything really to share. Uh, I hit the fifty hour mark on Splatoon. That's nice. about it. Nice. I played. I played maybe an hour and a half of Mario Kart. Fifty hours. Fifty hours. Wow. Probably thirty of, oh, probably four. I don't know. I I would say the main story took me ten hours, and the rest was multiplayer. But yeah, forty hours worth of multiplayer on Splatoon. Nice. It's easy to play because the like the kids like watching it. Yeah. So I can fire it up during the day, and they'll 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 watch. Keeps them occupied. Yeah. Um, and like if I play like the way my living room is set up, if I'm on my computer, like my back is facing right, right so I can't really play a computer game while. While the kids are, are farting around, but uh, I can play a little Splatoon here and there, uh, and and you know matches are three minutes. And I need to start that up just to update it. Yeah, there's been a lot of updates since lot of last updates. time I played. A lot of new weapons, probably three new maps. They also added, uh, um, we can do private matches. We can join up and do rank matches together. Um, Which we y- should. Y- you can get a full team. We'll have you have Splatoon, right? Oh yeah, that's right. So we can have almost a full team. 
I haven't played it yet, but I have it. <laughs> you still haven't played Splatoon? Not even once? No. I at least fired up. Although you don't have the time now. I think it, no, I, my time is gone. Mm-hmm. I hate my life. Yeah. Uh, so that I mean that's all I played other than metal, a lot of Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, but part of that was I mean at least late last week and into this weekend I was watching Game of Thrones so I don't have that now so I, that I'll go back to fully playing games in my free time which is good uh, as much as I like the show I hate how much it took away from my gaming mm-hmm. so that's all feedback yeah let's hit it should we start with Tito's feedback yeah sure. Tito okay hopefully I didn't close okay here we go. Uh, so this is a voicemail from Tito, and here it goes. Hopefully hey guys, this is Tito from LA. Uh, really cool to see that the Rocket League video got up on Kotaku. Yeah, um, that was awesome. Uh, also made the rounds on Twitter and Reddit apparently. So hopefully that gets some nice promotion for for uh, your guys's uh, podcast and the channel and the YouTube channel and everything. Um, I have a couple more ideas based off the comments. Um, I won't really go into it right here, but I'll, I'll send an email to Corey. The one thing some people did mention that I think was uh, nice to feature was where I grabbed the actual commentary from, the actual highlights, so I'll send links to those, and they can be put in the description or something. And then I'll probably make another video for you guys as well. Um, next up is uh, I'm enjoying the 3DS. It's, it's really nice. Uh, I switched over to Pokemon Y for right now because I think it's the shorter game compared to Fire Emblem. So I can finish that one off and then continue back with Fire Emblem. I really enjoy both of the games. I'm surprised how much I'm still into Pokemon Y. Um, I didn't. I thought I'd get bored of it, but right now I have two badges and I'm using. I'm trying to not do a lot of research and just try to play the, gla- uh, the game blindly, so that uh, you know I get more surprises and I'm trying to figure out things on my own. That way, it's not just this formulaic t- template of. From what I remember, I always used the same six Pokemon when I last played Pokemon Red. But uh, this time I'm trying to be more open to all the new stuff. And it's, it's really cool. A lot of the changes that they made since then, it's, it's very slick now. Um, and last is I bought the Taken King expansion for Destiny. I had told myself that if I didn't get this one specific gun I've been trying to get for the past six months... Or well, not six months. From me. I think more like four months. Then I wouldn't get the Still, expansion. It's a long time. Lo and behold, me and my friend, who he also didn't have the gun either, we got it on the same day doing the raid, the Crota Zen raid, the day before my birthday. We got the, we got the gun we've been trying to get, and so it looks like I will be doing the Taken King. And I'm kind of bummed out because I was hoping to move on from Destiny, but <laughs> a lot of the stuff they've been showing off looks really, really good. So I'm, I'm kind of excited. It, the game's starting to take shape into what it probably should have been at the get-go and it's funny to see how they've been figuring th- things out for this past year and all the stuff they've added and it, it's starting to fill out nicely uh that's all that's all i have uh, hopefully i get to play with eric uh some rocket league this weekend maybe you're busy but uh I'll, I'll see you on hopefully see you guys around all right thanks tito uh first of all once again thanks for the video yeah uh, definitely we love it everyone loves it um it was funny because uh, for for the longest time there was only one dislike on it, and I kept being like the balls on that one person right, to give it a down. Yeah, like what, what? What do you not like about well, it? Well, like you said, Dan, maybe they they recognized Ray Hudson yeah, from Barcelona. Prob- it was probably something specific, like probably a that. Real Madrid fan. Maybe, maybe that could very well be. But yeah, I mean, 
you certainly don't have to make more, but if you want to make more, by all means, we'd be more than happy to put them on. Clearly our... good at it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, Pokemon. Will, you're our resident Pokemon expert. I really like Pokemon Y. Yeah. Uh, that's the one I have. I actually have it digitally, so it's still on my 3DS. Great game. And I like that he's playing it without looking Bl- yeah, up blind. anything. Because what I do is because I don't like to use the same Pokemon for every single game. Because that happens is I try to use the six Pokemon from that generation. Right. So I only do new Pokemon and I play through. And then from there, like, I level up whoever I want, like, some of my favorite Pokemon. So I like that he's doing that, um, you know, trying out everything new instead of using Charizard for yeah. the ninth game in a row, like most people do. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, that's awesome. Pokemon Y is great. I love the 3D edition. Yeah, like X and Y. I think it just looks great. Yeah, yeah I still have it. If I get a wild hair up my butt, I'll, I'll fire it up again. <laughs> I remember when I made you trade me a Pokemon, Dan. What was it? Skrelp. I don't remember that, but it, is that that was one of the Y exclusive ones, right? Yep. I was really mad when I saw that, and I was like, Dan, catch me this. Okay. And then we traded. Okay. Yeah, that was good stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Destiny. Are you getting the Taken King? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, good. Now that, because uh, I've been asking Tito when we've right. been playing Rocket League if he was going to get it. He wasn't quite sure. Right. Um, but I've talked to a couple other people, too, that used to play with Tito. Uh, Chuck, who you know, Dan. Yep, yep. Um, he's getting it. Oh, good. I My fiance gave me a $20 PSN card. Uh-huh. So it's sitting there. Waiting, you know, f- waiting for Destiny. We're taking King, yeah. Oh, good. Do I have to get it? Yeah. <laughs> You're not you going to play it. Oh, I know that. I haven't even put Destiny don't, in my PlayStation. Don't get it. You're not going to play it. How much is it? 40 bucks. But you don't have the other expansions. I do. Oh, you do? Remember I told you oh, I bought it? Yeah, that's right. I made right. my friend do it because I didn't want to be the one to do it. Yeah, you're not going to play it. I know. You should play it. It's you, I mean, you We got a feedback it. about it. but or Was that feedback or? What's that? Never mind. We'll talk about know. it later. But we, we, we should cover it because it's, it's really important. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was last week. Okay. Yes, but you're not going to play it, is what it boils (laughs) down to. Yeah. You know that as well as I do. Yeah, you're right. So, no, you should save that. $40. But. (laughs) End of the day, it is your money and your call. I'm also very poor with my decisions with gaming. Well, I hear (laughs) you. I hear you. Yeah, so I will be getting it. Okay, good. Looking forward to it. Nice. That's uh, 12 days from now, the 15th. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's coming right up. Okay. So I probably will end up holding off on Until Dawn, Until Extra Life. You know what? And that'll be a good one to play late at night because it'll get my, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Adrenaline? Yeah, my adrenaline will be flowing and keep me going. Uh Uh-huh. That's one for the the graveyard hours, right? Yeah, I hope you don't fall asleep. I won't. I nodded off a few times last time we did it. I did too. But okay, so thanks, Tito. It's good, good to hear from you. What do you, what do we got for feedback, Eric? All right, let's uh, let's start with uh, Corey. Actually, sent in some feedback tonight because he couldn't be here. Uh-huh. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, I'm drunk at the Dirks Bent Dirks Bent <laughs> Dirks and Bentley concert, which I I think it's just Dirks Bentley. I think so too. So he already botched that up. <laughs> uh, disappointed, I can't celebrate our 15 minutes of fame with y'all." <laughs> I'm sure you discussed what transpired in the last couple days, but I wanted to add my own two cents. Uh Uh, It's really fun to see how this stuff takes off. Nobody gave a piss until Patrick Klepek shared it on Kotaku. (laughs) And since the rest of the gaming world takes its cues from Klepek, 
We're we're famous for 24 hours. Thanks, Clefic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's all I wanted to share. I've been playing Pokemon Shuffle a bit. A bit. It's swell for a mobile game. It's a match three, but if you match Squirtles, it's a water attack. Really cool. Huh. Uh, that's how that uh, Mario, Mario game. Yeah, the Puzzle ones. Dragon. Puzzle and Dragons. Yeah, same kind of thing. It was actually pretty fun. Yeah. Um, special thanks to Tito in L.A. who did more for us in a three-minute video than we've done for ourselves in four years. Bye, Corey and Canandaigua. <laughs> thanks, Corey. Boy, that was... <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, and our last piece of feedback, this is Derek from Chicago. Hey, guys. Uh, my Twitch name is Johnny Highwind. Sorry I can't make up for the live show tonight, but I'll be listening as soon as I get home from work. Last week's episode was great. Eric's description of the wedding was hilarious. I'm hoping he doesn't get in trouble by someone from the wedding listening to the podcast. I saw Dying Light on sale for $20, so I picked it up since you guys liked it so much. It is a great game and crazy how many side quests you can do. I felt like I was getting to the end of the game, but then I just unlocked Old Town, so it seems I'm only halfway through it. Loving it, though. Listening to your old podcast actually saved me from getting killed by the exploder in the school, so thank you for that. Oh, sure. <laughs> that pissed, That's one of the few things that pissed me off about that game. Yeah. That happens a few times, so be careful. Those things are a bastard. Yeah, because it, it, if you're even if you're not full on health, it, it could easily kill you by just walking around that corner. I was flipping through some older episodes and came across the Five Things I Wish You Liked episode, and it gave me an idea of something I'd like to see you guys do. I love to see some Twitch slash YouTube videos of you guys making each other play games you love that the other person doesn't know or doesn't like. You'd be in the room together and maybe just set 15 to 20 minute timer. I think there could be some really funny reactions, especially from Eric and Corey. Finally, so glad Dan has gotten into Game of Thrones. Corey, you were handling your reactions to his comments really well in regards to spoilers <laughs> and was. characters that Dan likes. He absolutely was. Totally. I can't wait for a hangover episode about this. I asked for more hanger- hangovers in one of my last feedbacks, and I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if it's a little long. Feel free to bullet point. Uh, thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Derek in Chicago. Thanks, Derek. Um... I did not get in any trouble about the wedding. Um, I Something that Howard Stern said when I listened to him really has stuck with me forever. Uh, not probably to the extent of his show, obviously, because it's kind of over the top. But right. uh, he always said how uh, people that are around you, like he was talking about his wife, uh, need to know that you are on something where you have to kind of be honest. Yeah. And if if I can be honest and it's funny to people, then I'm going to be. Right. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, I did not get in any trouble. I didn't know anybody at the wedding aside from my fiance. So there was really no chance of me getting in any trouble. They probably wouldn't even know what a podcast was. No, they they probably wouldn't. (laughs) Dying Light, I think we're all thumbs up. That's 20 bucks, too. That's a steal. Yeah, um, I think I think uh, most of the game. I, I would say you have about a third of the game left. I think once old Old Town isn't quite as big as the the first part of it, but uh, there there are expansions coming out soon too. So I mean, if you like the game, um, the ex- I don't even know what the expansion's called. I don't recall at this point, but yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, uh, the five things you liked idea. Yeah, fifteen I, that, to twenty minutes. That's because we've been looking for ways. And we need to do more YouTube shit. Absolutely, absolutely. the 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 main issue we have is is getting everyone together at time, that point, as and, usual, and, and planning. It's <laughs> it's all it's all it's all time that that factors into it. Uh, and Corey had wanted to do something like this. Um, 
the what was it summon ally thing that he wanted to do you remember that Maybe I wasn't here. Oh, yeah. where you play a game and then yeah, you have, have you have somebody help. who likes it. Yep, or is experienced with the game, coach someone who isn't experienced with the game. And oh, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that, we, that's along those t- lines. We talked about you working with me on... Um, Crusader Kings. Crusader Kings. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yeah, we, we really need to. Now's the time for me if we're going to do it. Right. When Christy's in school. Yeah. Because I got more free time. Uh-huh. It just sucks that you're only available at night. I'm only available starting. I was in bed at nine thirty last night. Yeah, see, and we're trying to get my son to go to bed earlier at night because he's starting school in a few days, like a a little less than a week. Holy Um, crap! He's going in the afternoon, but we're still going to make him go to bed early because of school. But anyway, uh, so that'll free up even like another hour. So he'll go to bed at nine instead of like ten. Right. But it's still like my time is always late yeah late at night so hopefully we can put something like that together i think it's a fun idea yeah me and Corey are looking at doing a hangover within the next week we we i don't know if we'll get to it this weekend but that's something that him and i can just do so like even if he's available at night at like 10 30 like it'll probably just go on our youtube channel we'll probably just record it like locally and then upload it um i don't think we'll we'll do twitch or anything and it won't be it won't be on our podcast feed it'll probably be in the YouTube video form. And yes, absolutely, Corey did a great job of not spoiling anything for me when I was talking about the characters I liked. Did a great job. Um, I'm surprised he remembered it because, you know, I watched all of it, like, clumped together. And I still, like, forgot parts. And I don't know, you know, when the last time Corey watched, like, seasons one and two of Game of, Game of Thrones, you know. Yeah. But, oh, my God, it's fantastic. I'm looking forward to watching it. But anyway. Thanks, Derek. Yes, that is it, Dan. That's everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we should probably wait to do the, the, uh, question of the week till Corey's back, right? Most definitely. Yeah. Uh, couple updates. Corey, um, Corey started doing a website redesign too. Oh yeah. Actually, Derek, I think on Facebook said he really liked our new logo and, yeah. and whatnot. The colors are really, really cool. Yeah. Um, you remember when Corey asked us what we thought of his idea yeah. for, um, like a soda shop, 1960s soda shop or yep, whatever. Yep. And I said, or anything Willie Nelson related. Mm-hmm. That was because of the book I was reading. Gotcha. Was I, wonder, I wonder why he threw in Willie Nelson. I was a little confused. I by knew that. it was random, but I was, I just literally listened to redheaded stranger on my way to work uh-huh. after, uh, uh, listening to gumption. Yeah. And I just was, I thought it was awesome. So I, I was, was like, gonna ask you why Willie Nelson, but I got busy doing yeah. something else, and then I forgot, like I always do. So, so that's why Corey went with Rustic Americana. Yeah. So, uh, hence the new website redesign. We're we're in the process of putting that into all of our other things too. I think he did it for our our our, our Twitter. I don't know if our Twitch is updated yet. Um, I'm gonna have to put the new logo on our on our iTunes thing too. Um, but we're, I mean, it's a slow process for us because yeah. we only do all this stuff in our free time. So it looks well, good, though. It I, re- looks great. I really like the uh, the Master Chief, yep. Lara Croft, uh, the silhouette, Snake, and who's the other Mario? Mario, yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah, with the American flag, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool. I think he did a nice job there. He, he did. It was, yep. It's pretty cool. Yep, it's very cool. Um, I'm I and I. Of course, I'm behind on blog posts, so I'm probably going to go upstairs and do those before I play Metal Gear as much as that pains me. But <laughs> I need to get caught up because I'll be three behind after this episode. So well, I'll be playing tomorrow morning, bud. Nice. Can't wait. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, that'll be our episode next week, Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, day, do you know yet when you're, when you're available? Um, 
Thursday. I may have taken a picture of my schedule, actually. Oh, perfect. May um, have. Yeah, I mean, th- Thursdays are, are are better for me now because the wife has class until late on Wednesday. Uh, it's looking like Thursday. Okay. So as long as Corey's okay with Thursday, we'll do we'll we'll do the episode on Thursday. That'll give us an extra a whole day to play Metal Gear Two. So, yep. Or Metal Gear Metal Five. Gear Metal, Gear, Metal Gear also. Metal, Metal Gear Five also. Yes. <laughs> uh so that's everything. No more. Any, anything else anyone wants to add? No, I think that's it, Dan. Quick Yay. podcast tonight. Yeah. It's a short one for us. It is. So it's good to start off the month with a short one so we sure. don't hit our bandwidth cap. Because next week, I can imagine. Next week's we'll, going to be a long one. We'll be a long one. We'll, we'll want to gush about, <laughs> about Metal Gear Solid 5. Hopefully, we'll still all be gushing about it. I'm I sure think, we'll. I think uh, that's, that's all signs are pointing in that direction. Yep. Stupid game. So that'll do it for episode 215 of the Thumbs of the Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. <laughs> Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.